Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Blackshirt Breakdown. My name is Steve Marek. I'm a staff writer at Inside Nebraska, and he is the Jay Foreman, our NFL veteran and former Nebraska Blackshirt. Jay, we are back once again to break down another Husker recruit. This one is not coming in the 2024 class. However, this is a 2025 guy with uh, Tyson Terry, a three-star defensive line, offensive line, line of scrimmage um, athlete we got coming into Nebraska at right. Omaha North High School. So, Jay, obviously Tyson Terry, I think he's a name that a lot of people have known uh, for a while around these parts. Everybody knows the the wrestling background with Tyson. He's 92-0. and 0. He has not lost a high school uh, heavyweight yeah. match. He was, uh, he was the uh, first uh, Nebraska freshman ever to win a state uh, heavyweight championship. Uh, well, I guess I should say since 1971, and he was the first freshman to win a heavyweight state championship um, in class a. So uh, Jay, obviously Tyson Terry, he's a name. Um, I, I, I don't know what right. the last, last year or uh, the previous coaching staff at Nebraska. I don't know that the, there was a ton of interest there, but with Matt rule and company, I think they kind of uh, lit, lit the fire back with Tyson Terry and um, they wanted him to be a Husker. Yeah. I mean, look, he, he's been known, you know, even all the way back to eighth grade, I knew about him, you know, him coming into high school, big kid, big athletic kid. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously really good at wrestling, which is, you know, some of your best defensive linemen, both in college and the pros through the history of, uh, and offensive linemen, you know, as well have had, they do have wrestling backgrounds, you know, and, and so for him to be dominant, you know, it really tells me he has a uh, sense of excellence, but then, you know, I don't know what the recruiting process was or um, the situation was with the previous staff, but when you watched him play from a freshman and in last year as a sophomore, you know, he's a power five kid. He had numerous offers and he was starting to really pick up because, you know, he's a legit 6'4 when you stand next to him. Uh, he's, a, you know, from wrestling, you know, he'll flex, you know, be you go anywhere from 270 to 80 or maybe 85. So, and, but he doesn't look at, at, at as a bad 270 or, or, or you mm-hmm. know, sometimes up to 80. Um, he's athletic, he's strong, he plays with good leverage, and, you know, he has uh, really good body control. So, you know, what, what it tells me as a wrestler that he doesn't have to be like what the other staff liked was you know guys coming in at 290 and next thing you know they're 320 whereas he knows how to play with leverage when we get into the highlights you see that he knows how to contort his body and split a double team and he plays with excellent strength now he's a strong kid in the weight mm-hmm. room but one thing that i always look for for a high school kid in particular offensive lineman and defensive lineman um and then some edge guys as well does he play to his weight room strength does he have football strength and that's one thing that he has is football strength. He has, um, I guess I'm going to say under the radar quickness. I think his quickness will get better when he can solely concentrate on football. Um, because you get, what people don't understand is that when he's a excellent and in, in a, you know, probably a power five division one wrestler as well, that he's foot training for football, but then also, you know, doing kind of an AAU circuit on wrestling as well. So, once he can kind of hone in and what's he going to do at the next level and that put that, you know, in the, in the forefront, you're going to see him really jump off. But his highlights will show you three different things that he can do mm-hmm. um, in any defensive scheme. And you see a lot of guys that are successful in the Big Ten doing some of the things that he's doing. And so he has two more years to improve and, um, you know, come into college ready to play. And he's only going to get stronger. He's only a sophomore and he's a big old kid built like a senior, uh, very mature kid as well. So that lets you know his transition will be a little bit faster, uh, all things considered, than anybody else. 
Yeah. And I want to say again, with the, with these black shirt breakdowns, Jay, that we're usually doing, this is junior year tape that we're usually doing, but with Tyson Terry, this is his sophomore year. He started uh, since he was a freshman at Omaha North and his first two seasons of the combined stats were 139 tackles, 23 tackles for loss and nine sacks already in two years at Omaha, right. Omaha North. So this kid can play. He's, he's big, he's strong. And like you said, and like we said, we, in this last uh, clip that we're going to show, he can move too. And I think the pursuit with him is something to really like um, as well. So yeah, let's get into these highlights right now, Jay. And the first one, obviously um, just the, I wanted to pick this one because it's the power. It's the strength that shows him getting through a double team fairly easily. And, and that's a lot to like, there's a lot to like right here. Yeah, well, well, first of all, you know, you see he's in the plane on an edge there. And the biggest thing that jumps off is, you, you know, you talked about the leverage and the strength, but I'm more, you know, focused on the get off, right? The get off, the, when he gets off the ball, look how he doesn't change his leverage, which leads to him to be able to split a double team. Uh, he literally suplexed or ejected, you know, that little guard number 77, yeah. you know, across the line of scrimmage. But the get off, right? Look at the get off, no wasted steps, good leverage. And how do you defeat a double team? It's almost like they say, like, look, if you ever get jumped in a fight, pick one guy, beat the crap out of him, and then move on to the next. And that's exactly what he did. Now, he's a he's a product of being well-coached in high school. But, you know, being well-coached and executing at a young age is, is two different things. And for him, look at that get-off right there, right? No wasted step. You know, it's a kind of a little bit of a long step that goes into a short step to be able to get your power back underneath your pads. That's good tech. That's good technique, good coaching, and good execution. Splitting the double team and then getting a tackle for loss. And and it's not just the sacks, right? Everybody's like, oh, we need Aaron Donald stats as a defensive tackle, you know, or defensive lineman. And so he's averaging about five sacks, you know, a year. When everybody knows who he is and everybody's game planning for him, the twenty-three tackles for loss is what I really focus on. Yeah. You are resetting the line of scrimmage and you're making plays behind the line of scrimmage and that right there the first highlight shows you all all two or three things that i just focused on from a defense alignment perspective and what should have the coaches excited jay look at his right his uh no left arm here i mean when he like you know he gets past 77 and 52 is trying to hold on but tyson terry raises that left arm right there right. is that is it is he taught to do that is that is that a technique yeah, that, it is. It, that's it, awesome it is you, you, you actually kind of ricochet off of 77 lean back into the right tackle raise it so now you're actually resetting your leverage again that's good. right and he's and he's a and he's able to run the hoop and you know i'm sure i'm assuming they do a lot of these in their defensive line drills which allows him to play with good leverage and to turn the corner right there and get in on the sack. So mm -hmm. look, when, you know, if you're talking about a high school teaching tape for a sophomore going against sometimes seniors and, you know, pretty well coached teams, this is it right here. It's the get off. It's the explosiveness. It's the power. Okay. It's the tenacity. It's also being able to do all those things that we're just talking about with the focus on the quarterback and then also play with leverage. And then the biggest part is, is make the play. And, it, it's just uh, you know, look it's just it's a really good play um that's nothing sexy but it, it is mm -hmm. you know sexy if you're really breaking down a player um you know as far as a defensive lineman tackle and, and he was at a defensive defensive end position but this one right here i like right here right well this is the second highlight now he's more of in like a four eye technique so more of a kind of an old school nebraska or last year's staff four eye right look at the get off again right look at the get off and the hand activity See the get off right there? He's beating everybody to the punch, right? 
He's playing with good leverage. He's underneath the pads. As you see that purple helmet underneath the white helmet, a little side swipe right there, one hand swipe to again, double the action. And then he gets a hit on the quarterback. So when I'm talking to, or looking about a defensive lineman in a, in a, in a prospect, first of all, I'm, I've said it 10 times over. I'm looking at get off foot quickness, not a long strider and leverage all that right there, get them off of them. And then I like that you get hits on the quarterback. So everybody focuses on sacks. I like guys that punish the quarterback. I like guys that punish guys on offense. And that's what he's doing right now as a defensive tackle or a defensive end, kind of a three-man front. And so he – and this also lets you know, at 270-plus pounds, uh, he has position flexibility. This is a yep. natural weight for him, okay? This isn't a weight that where he's, you know, eat, eating four Whoppers with cheese to try to be heavy and he's not moving well. This is a sophomore playing against seniors at a weight that he is being pretty dominant at and along with the technique. And so, um, you know, we're moving into this third highlight right here, which is showing that, you know, the biggest thing and they say is, oh, is he 6'4", 270, can he run? Damn. Now, again, really right here, right here is the get off, right? Watch the get off, play recognition, right? Different moves, right? Swim technique and gets flat down that line. See, what, what you look for in a defensive lineman is do you get flat down the line and not round it? So when that running back by chance cuts back, this is where you get the forced fumbles. This is where you get the big hits. This is where you get a, a defensive lineman making a play, say two or three yards down the down the field that stops a 20 or 30 yard gain. So first of all, it's the get off, right? And the good foot quickness. Then he reads it, right? You're right. So this is again, he's he's doing his job and then he's being a football player. And, you know, really to be honest with you, Steve, um, he, he could set the edge right there without having to get outside of the tackle or the pulling uh, guard in this case. And look at him, get down the line. You got inside pursuit by another defender. And then you got good um, secondary uh, force or setting the edge by the corner that makes the play. But the play was made by Tyson Terry right here. Watch the get off. Get off. Got, got the head ducker, or I call him head duckers as far as the guy with the head down. Swims him. That means he's playing with his eyes up, right? He's not a defensive lineman looking at the grass and just trying to go forward and getting to a, a pushing contest against these guys. He's got his eyes up, reading the shoulders of the offensive tackle, right? Swims him, right? Probably beat him up physically early in the game. So he has some tools in his toolbox and some and more things to do besides power. He's showing quickness right here, get down the yeah. line of scrimmage. He gets some hands on the puller. So now you're saying, now I'm looking at it. He's making another football play, right? Do his job, get a little bit of burp on the puller. So the pullers, you know, he didn't do anything. He just running around aimlessly he's knocked off his pattern so he destroyed this whole play without getting into the stat sheet yeah look at it right there again swim technique good leverage sinks his hips just a two-hand chuck on the on the puller which actually allows him to ricochet and get down the line look at that right there right this kid i mean let's just forget all the size and um the wrestling background and all this other stuff that's already what you see on tape what this shows me in these three highlights right here, and I, again, I know it's three highlights, mm -hmm. but this last play shows me he's a football player. It, it shows me that he watches football tape. It shows me he doesn't watch YouTube highlights. He sees things to be effective in the game without getting a stat sheet. This is, I mean, this is good coaching, but then also it's good execution by him. Again, this, set, this play right here, what he does on his pulling guard is more impressive than him getting down the line of scrimmage and being 270 pounds, 75 pounds, getting down the line of scrimmage is pretty dang impressive. On top of it, the cherry on top, 
is the first two highlights were at left defensive end. This highlight is at right defensive end. So it allows me, so it shows me that he can play both sides of the line of scrimmage and play with his hand in the ground on one side because you you have your hand, either your right hand down when you're on the left and then your left hand down when you're on the right. So it lets me know he has flexibility to play both sides. So again, if he becomes a pretty successful player, right, or somebody that you need to play, you know, right defensive end or left defensive end, whether it's nickel, dime, whatever type of package, you know, three, three, five front, he can play both sides. And so when you're a younger player coming into a program, you know, Jason Peter will tell you, and he'll tell you one of the first things that defensive linemen struggle with is being able to play on both sides of the ball. I mean, the right and left sides, because you might be primarily a right defensive end in high school or a left defensive end in high school or Juco or wherever you come from learning how to play both sides and having the ability to be effective on both sides is something that can, you know, delay your progress. And so with him, it's showing you that there is no difference on how he plays right or left side. And so the defensive line coach, uh, Terrence Knight and the defense coordinator, Tony White, and of course, Matt Rule and company should be pretty excited about getting him in the 2025 class. You know, really, to be honest with you, Steve, I might be trying to put a little bug in his ear, send a little pigeon up there and say, hey, man, get your school right and see if we can get you to reclassify and get you in here a little bit early because we need some defensive line help. But I don't think that's mm-hmm. going to happen. I'm joking. Uh, but again, 2025, that means you're trying to add to the cupboard and trying to have guys ready and being able to reload year after year. And so they're trying to build in, build a program, offensive, defensive line, and I think he's a good get. Yeah, the the last thing I wanted to ask uh, pick your brain about before we get out of here was we talked about the position versatility. You talked about him playing both sides of the of the line and it looked like a defensive end in Omaha North's uh, defensive system. So just, you know, I, I know it's the D-line. I, I know he's projected as a D-line, but what about the offensive line? Does he look maybe like a guard or a center to you yeah. potentially? Like what, what are your thoughts on Tyson Terry potentially yeah. as an offensive lineman? Well, just right now, just because he's played in, in the interior defensive line, you can see him playing center or guard. And the mm-hmm. quickness, the leverage is in the yeah. foot in, 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 in the ability to play and in the ability to run, uh, he would he would project right in there and mm-hmm. he would be able to move people. And so again, that's another check in the positive thing for him. For him going showing up in two thousand twenty five, say he only stays at a three and a half, four star ranking. He's actually a five star guy because you have two players in one and uh, it's like the big man that we got this year out of South Dakota where, you know, we saw him as an offensive lineman. He starts to now the defensive lineman. You can Mm -hmm. always move him back. Same thing with Tyson Terry. And, you know, he's athletic enough that he could play uh, tackle. I don't know his arm length and, and stuff like that. I've never seen him kick step. What I've seen him do on a defensive line is do all the things that I scouted as a linebacker whether offensive lineman, guard, or center would be, would be, you know, successful. And that's quickness, that's leverage, and that's tenacity, and he does all that. Very nice, very nice. All right, Tyson Terry, Omaha North, the three-star defensive line uh, commit in the 2025 class, the second one, along with Caden Vermaz out of Millard North High School. So um, that was a black shirt breakdown. Uh, Tyson Terry, that was Jay Foreman. I am Steve Mark, and we'll be back for another black shirt breakdown whenever the Huskers snag another one. Catch you guys later.